it's because uh, you know like the thing's frying right now yep. and that's happening sizzling the little, the little sizzling which it could just be like what i mean there's nothing else that sizzles is it the frying i don't know i don't know the frying it's i want to get a better fry i want to make my own frying sound okay and that, that will like you know just to take this up a notch Get that production. Hey man, we could we could Let do it. We could do it in house. As a matter of fact, I make pretty good fried burritos. I don't trust that. Hey man, I don't trust that. You don't you even just, know what they're really called. No, no, no. They're called they fried they're, fried burritos. No, that's, that's not what they're called. That's what we call that's them. Not, there's literally not. There's a name. Hey for man, them you don't know them. It's, it's startling. It's my hey, recipe. That's how they don't make one. It's my recipe, and that's so how they I, don't make I can fried. call it. Hey, they're dope. You've had them before. They're great. No, hey, that's why. That's why I know you don't make the good ones because I had one. And then second of all. You don't know what the name of the fried burrito is. You have no clue what that is. What is it called then? A chimichanga. That's what a chimichanga is. A chimichanga? Is. That's what a chimichanga is. That's what you fry a burrito. Listen. Like, for, what are you doing? For our, for our purposes. For our purposes. I can just fry up some chimichangas and record this shit, and then we've got a an, a, a budget-free, homegrown, organic fry noise, right, as that a, I can a, hook us up with. As a black person, I don't trust your fry technique. I'm just gonna tell you that right oh, so now. You're gonna do it. You don't cook. I do cook. I cook much better food than you. Come on, big dog. Probably. Don't play with me. I mean, don't ever. Amen. I know you're hurt right now. I know you're hurt, <laughs> but we have to do a podcast. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to an hey. episode of Hard Fry History. How's it going? Uh, it's me, your host. I'm him. Him, in some languages, Joshua Stokes, um, with the with the other host. Not even a co-host at this point. Just the other host. Yeah, you've you've already done this joke. <laughs> oh, no, oh, fuck <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. A lot of my stuff is recycled. All right. Come on, man. No, we know. <laughs> we know. A lot of same, a lot of same premises. You know what I mean? Uh, Henry Price, everybody. Get up hey, here, co-host Henry Price. It, Henry Price. How's it going? Someone say the heart blood of the heart blood of hard right history. That's and by the heart hard hard blood. I mean the most. I'm gonna get clogged one day. Yeah, I'm, gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna burn out and stop working one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what's gonna happen. To you. All right, all right. <laughs> today we got because I was looking through our our just episode slate and looking at what areas we have and haven't done, and we have yet to do somebody from India, and that's yes, like you're a racist. That's not true. That's like <laughs> one seventh or one eighth of the population. And we might as we should do one, right? Like we are, we are shameless promoters. That's right. And we are just pandering to the Indian subcontinent. That's right. That's we, are, we are. That's this is our target audience that's for this fine. this episode. And conveniently, we're doing somebody that they hate. So I, we kind of failed. In our yeah, pan- just got a shit on them. We're pandering on the whole a little episode. bit. This is this yeah. is emperor, not emperor, sultan. I get he would be a sultan. Sultan Aurangzeb. And he was apparently one of the most hated rulers in Indian history. And just a little I, background on this guy. Well, I go got ahead. odds ten to one. That's not the way you say that, but we're not probably. Hey, we, <laughs> pronunciation is not our strong suit. It's here not what we not come history. to this podcast. That's, <laughs> that's not <laughs> like, a, accuracy at the same thing. No, we're doing better than others. But we're, we're doing still, better. We're not the best. We're not. Mean, you know. We're just we got a, a lot of ideas. Just a couple of schmucks when it comes. <laughs> yeah, down just to a that. couple of guys looking at Aurangzeb now. That Aurangzeb. Tell me about Aurangzeb. So recent controversy about Aurangzeb. Just a little background to understand you how how vilified this man is. In 2015, there was a uh, there's a street in or was a street in New Delhi that was named after Aurangzeb, and the local Hindu population was like, "We want this taken down. We hate this man. He." 
killed so many Hindus and destroyed so many temples. Why the hell do we have a street named after him? And we're going to see that that's maybe... He did destroy some temples. He did a, kill some Hindus. This sounds eerily familiar to uh, much of uh, what's going on in America right now. How I feel about last Yeah, streets. yeah. That's you that's I mean? fair. Yeah. Especially, street, especially in the South, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Polk Street. Polk? I'm pretty sure that goes in a good guy. Hey, there's too many Lee Streets. How about... I want to change the name. with Lee. Or there's I want to change the name uh, of Houston to, to something else. I'm pretty sure Sam Houston wasn't that great of a guy. I don't know, yeah, man. man. We're going to find out one day, I think. We're going to find I wanna, out one day. I want to do Sam to, Houston. Yeah, that's right. We're going to look into Sam Houston. The thing about... And see about him. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, Sam Houston, he, like, gave up his role, as, or he was, like, voted out of, of being governor because he yeah. was, like, anti-slavery in Texas, and they were like, we don't want you as governor anymore, and he was now, like, all okay, right. Maybe Sam Houston, maybe Houston can stay Houston. I don't know that much about I'm Sam saying. Houston. He, <laughs> no he, was, he was all right. He was, he was kind of cool. But the thing about Aurangzeb is that he's he's considered like a hero in Pakistan because he was Mughal, and that's like the Islamic dynasty of India. But he's vilified in India because he was Muslim. And this kind of this, what the the author of the book that I read was arguing is that this has much more to do with modern tensions than it does with how he actually was as a ruler. Right. Okay. So he was born November 3rd of 1618 in Dohad, Gujarat. And he's the third son to Prince Karam, who was later known as Shah Jahan. And he's got three siblings. I think two older brothers and one younger brothers. Older is uh, Dara Shuko, and the next is Shah Shuja. They're all sons of the same woman who is Mumtaz Mahal, who the Taj Mahal was made for. So Shah Jahan wow. is actually the guy who made the Taj Mahal for his dead okay. wife. And so this is like the son of the guy who made the Taj Mahal, if that kind of grounds it a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like, it, I feel like it, 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 that definitely like ruined dating for him and all his brothers. Cause like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what you're gonna like, what you're gonna get your girls like, it's nothing compared to what your dad did for your did mom, for his dog. dead wife. It's like, yeah, bro, like, we got we got a legacy of romance in this family. She was dead. Imagine how how he treated her when she was alive. Or maybe, or maybe it was all like post post facto. You know, maybe he was like, yeah. oh, I didn't do enough to appreciate you while you were alive. I'm gonna hey, build man, the most I, lavish palace in the world now that you're dead. Not hey, like man, you're I, gonna get to see it, but at least I like people to think won't. about. I like to think about happy relationships. All right, so. all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's given a princely education. He's taught to memorize the Quran. He reads up on his Persian literature and Turkish literature and all that. And he's also taught how to fight. You know, okay. he's trained in all the basic stuff like archery. He's taught how to use swords and daggers and all that stuff. And the, the first major thing that occurs in his life is kind of the succession crisis. And we're going to see how that foments because in, in Mughal uh, society... I love a good succession. Oh, man. It, this one was messy. So all siblings, they're considered equal contenders for the throne. It doesn't matter if you're the eldest. The youngest could still take it from you if he beats you out for it, right? But yeah. Prince Karam, a.k.a. Shah Jahan, he does openly favor his eldest son. And I love how... <laughs> I also love how, like, before... And, like, before, like... They had like people. We, people left wills. The the solution was just you got to kill your brother. You this. have to. That's what I was you thinking. You have to murder him. <laughs> Loving your brother is a relatively new concept. No, that, new that's thing. what I kind of learned. Is you a brother? You're like, oh, that other dude who's competing for the same thing that I'm competing for. Only we have to live together. Fuck this guy. Like I hate. You guys were all at a dinner table, and you dinner table. You just like yo. I'm about to kill all these people. I have to kill does. all of you in five years. Like yeah, and he, can. 
can you pass the potatoes? <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah. Like, let's say, Dad, slow down on the pork so you don't you die do? early yeah, and I have to on, kill man. my brothers early. I haven't even hit puberty yet. They've got more like muscle it. mass than I do. Yeah. Like, I'm biding my time over here. Yeah. He's able to curry some favor with his father in 1633. One thing that the Mughal emperors like to do for, for fun uh, is they like to, like, watch elephant fights, which is basically mm-hmm. like dog fighting, only a lot more badass because it's not that dog fighting is badass, but. Just elephant fights is kind of in the same ballpark, you know? Elephant fights are, are you don't, know. Don't tell me you wouldn't watch an elephant fight. I would watch an elephant fight every day of my life. I would bet on elephant fighting. I would be involved. I would be, if I would commentate on elephant fight. I would start my own elephant fighting league if I had yeah, the man. to. Yeah, man. A little live stream of some elephant fights, take bets like and just, everything. Like, it would be. Yeah, man. It would take off, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I would go to jail for elephant fighting. Oh, for, <laughs> for that's sure. I'd do that. A for hill sure. I can die on, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So that's, it's like one of their favorite things to do. And Aurangzeb's watching, and one of the elephants charges him, and he, he like throws a spear at it, and it hits the elephant like right in the forehead, and now the elephant's going crazy, and it knocks Aurangzeb off his, off his horse, and it's like about to gore him. But the other elephant comes over and, and pulls the angry elephant back into the fight with it so the fight can resume. And all of a sudden, Shah Jahan, he's like, oh, Aurangzeb's kind of a badass. Like, that was pretty That was pretty cool what he just did right there. No, it's also he got fucked up by an elephant and some other he, elephant he had to save al- his pussy almost ass. That's what that got fucked like. up by an elephant. No, that's, no he, he got fucked up by an elephant. He got knocked off his horse. Horses are pretty high. You know what I mean? And they fell on the ground and, and somebody had to save him. Hey man, how do how do we know the other no. elephant was like, you don't want to mess with Aurangzeb? I'm gonna no, pull you no, back no. into the fight with me because no. he will fuck He's you up. He's on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1635, he sent to administrate some parts of the kingdom and put down rebellions. He's kind of sent to various parts of Mughal land holdings to just quell rebellions and all that. He's ruling in Multan at the time, and he's around like Deccan, which is kind of like the Decca Peninsula, Deccan Peninsula. It's like central. Yeah. Not peninsula, plateau. He's he's sent there to just administrate and hold down the kingdom. He's putting down rebellions in Samarkand and Kandahar, which is in Afghanistan. So he's going to be sent all over. And this is yeah. the next twenty-two years of his life. He's just building up his reputation as a warrior and as a he's general. A sweet beard. Yeah, yeah, man. He's growing it out. He's he's yeah. he's cutting his teeth, you know. And yeah. he's doing pretty well. Like a couple times, he's near victory on the battlefield, and he's about to pull in another another province into the Mughal land holdings. But Shah Jahan orders him to retreat and not to make the final assault that would win the battle because his eldest brother, Dara Shakoh, advised Shah Jahan to do so. And and a little background on Dara Shakoh, he wasn't shit. Like, for the most part, Aurangzeb, he's out here leading armies and riding on elephants and stomping fucking Well, here's the thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe Dara was like, yo, uh, like, bro. We don't have like we don't have the military might to hold down all these sections. Maybe so you're just that, gonna yeah, do all yeah, this. That's and very... he could have been the smart guy. like, yo, I don't. And then we have to now we're gonna quash rebellion. Now I gotta have, I gotta send a, a battalion of people out there to yeah. hold that down for the next 150 years. Dog. Yeah, I don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. I got other rebellions to worry about. Yeah, so, the, no, that's you know ba- that's basically exactly how it plays out. So it's very very sharp. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I look, if look, I am not a man of this time. I should have been killing elephants. Oh man, in, if I was a, in the 17th century, that that was my time. I think I was made to be a warlord, but the the age no, of warlords no, has let's, passed. Come on now, this is a history. Hey man, podcast. I got a fiction podcast. I got a, a fantasy one. I got to live out my bloodthirsty fantasies somehow. Yeah, you would if die. I was, if I was, if I no no no, in man, any no, type, no, no. Of, I've seen your forearms. I'm telling you, man, I've seen your forearms. You would die immediately. 
I can build these up. I could build them up if I wanted yeah, to. They don't, I'm, they just, don't they have a lot I'm just preferring to build up my mind, man. You don't have I'm a good frame. Building up you don't have a good mind. frame for battle. You have a bad frame for battle. I got You're sick built. Let, listen, man. You're built like a sick child. I'm a tactical magician. You're built like All a right. sick child. I'm the general. I would, would be die, in the back would die, would and letting die. everybody know what to do. We got to move the I troops mean, over here. Brutal. You would die of being sick before you even got to the battle. No, man. My continence is, is mighty strong. No, you, right. would, you, would, am, you would die of a cold. I am, ro- I am robust. I you am are not. You are not. And this, resilient. And this is, look, look, look. My genes are strong. No, they're not. They are. Have you seen? Have you seen? What? Have you, come on. Let's be honest. I don't want, I don't want to do this to you on the podcast. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Darshako, he ain't shit, really. He's just hanging out at court, philosophizing. He's talking to, like, Hindus, and he's talking to Jains, and he's like, You look like why the second are we all pastor. here? You look like the second pastor at a church. Like, the like they would never be the pastor. first pastor. Like, they're just the assistant pastor who's not good enough to, you know, the one when he preaches, so you're like, ah, I don't want to listen to this guy. I'm going to fucking kill the main pastor. If that's the thing, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to take his spot. That's what I'm going to okay. do. Dara, he's not doing, I think he's just jealous of his brother and all of his military exploits. He's like, okay. I got to I gotta rein him in. I'm just going to make sure that he doesn't gain more territory and gain a bigger following. And this, the rivalry between the brothers. That was probably because he fucks more. That's why all jealousy comes from. from, from who fucks more? Maybe. Yeah, he, 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 I think Aurangzeb was pretty popular with the ladies. I'm not, it didn't really go into depth about that. Their sibling rivalry comes to a head in September of 1657. Shah Jahan, their father, he falls seriously ill. And this is the beginning of a two year secession crisis between all four brothers Darashiko, Shah Shuja, Aurangzeb, and the youngest Murad. And yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting. Some travelers claim that Shah Jahan OD'd on aphrodisiacs. He was just out there having having too much sex, yeah. and that's what that's what made him fall ill. Aka, aka, going out like a boss, just being you t- emperor you, status. Like that's what all the, the emperors were did. You took the dick pills, and you 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 got a little bit. You were too hard, and your you heart lived, take you it, lived and you too fat. That's how that's, you went. You died younger, but you lived more. You know. Yeah. 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 The brothers, they're kind of scattered throughout all these different provinces. There's Shah Shuja. He's over there in Bengal, which is East India, I'm pretty sure. Murad, he's in Gujarat, which is West, and Aurangzeb is in the Deccan Plateau in the South, kind of like the southern tip. And so Murad, he kind of jumps the gun a little bit. This is the youngest. In December of 1657, he believes his dad is dead, and so he holds a crowning ceremony for himself. And Aurangzeb, he's, he doesn't want Solid. that. He's like, no, 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 no. Listen, Murad, you're 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 getting ahead of yourself. Let's defeat Darashuko, the eldest, and if you help me kill him, I will give you Gujarat. You can you can be in charge of that for me, right? And he agrees yeah. because I guess he's just not that confident. And they just start marching against Darashuko. And in May of 1658, there's the Battle of Sam Samugar. Aurangzeb and Murad defeats Darashuko, and Darashuko, he flees to North India. And they siege Agra, because the father's still alive. That's the other thing. Well, he's, well, I mean, you can tell, you can tell, you can tell. That he's, that he's on, a, on, on yeah, his yeah, way you out? Can, you feel it, you feel it. You I think, I think they all just wanted to get a taste. They were yeah. all just waiting for him to die, and he's like, oh, he's, He's got a he's got a cold. Oh fuck yeah! No, this is yeah. it's over for him. Let's, no, that's how that's how life is. Let's do this now. Like fuck that's it. That's how life is. You know, when your parents, you know, that's what it is. 
You just want that's that inheritance real quick. Yeah, like, that's hey, what it you, used to be like. Can you hurry the fuck up and get yeah. this over? You're, you're done, old man. Because you didn't have love for your parents. Love is a new concept. No. Oh, yeah. That also invented in, in the 20th century. Yes. So that's it. <laughs> invented, by, invented by Disney in 19. To sell movies. <laughs> yeah. To they sell you cartoons. No, they just no, needed. No, just think of that. Just needed a new theme. That's it. Yeah. That's why it seems so hard to, to yeah. It's a brutal, brutal life. Um, exactly. Any anything prior to Disney, you know. Exactly. Pre, just divide history into pre-Disney and post-Disney. That's all you can do, and it's and then you'll you'll understand history. That's right. It the all pre, flows pre, from Walt's balls. Pre-Disney period. All right? flows from Walt Disney's dick. His creative dick or his? No, his dick. Okay. What do you think? What do you think all those those cartoons were about? Think you think it's just about a mouse? I thought they were about love, man. He wants to fuck that mouse. I'm not, oh, I don't shit. know what's going on. Let's give it Their father, Shah Jahan, he's holed up in this place called Agra, which is kind of southeast of New Delhi on the map. And that they just cut off the water supply and wait, basically starve them out. And Shah Jahan walks out to Aurangzeb and he's like, yo, I want to partition the kingdom uh, five ways between you, your three brothers, and your eldest son. And Aurangzeb's like, fuck that. It's all mine. And so on July 31st of 1658, he crowns himself king, and he adopts the title of he's Aurangzeb Alamgir, which translates into World Caesar. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Yeah, man. That's a sick name. Yeah, it's pretty, what... pretty dope. You don't fuck with Alamgir, you know? Oh, what season is it? Oh, it's the season where I seize the world, dog. That's right, That's man. what season it is. It all seasons. All he's... the time. I don't... Wow, that was my worst thing of all time. <laughs> that, was, that, was pretty, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I was just going to try to move past it as quick as I could, no, but no, now no, that no, you no. draw attention no, to it, that, was, that uh, was, it was pretty bad. That was trash. <laughs> and I, and I, uh, if we can get some soft piano music, I'll probably add that in. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Is uh, it... I, I'm, I might... I don't know why I do this podcast. Ah, there we go. There, finally, finally, now, you get, you, you know? get, you get the gist of this thing. Now the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, right. the tables have turned. You, you'll fuck up later. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aurangzeb, he needs to consolidate his hold. He chases all of his brothers out of India, and he imprisons Murad. He kind of double crosses him, and he's like, "Now, nah, fuck you. You're going to jail. I'm ruling all this shit." And the reign stabilizes by 1660. But people are really questioning Aurangzeb's legitimacy because Shah Jahan's still alive. And he's just basically kept as a prisoner in the Red Fort in Agra. And he doesn't die till six years later. So they're all yeah. like, yeah, Aurangzeb, you might be the sultan or the emperor or the king or whatever, but what about your dad? Like, isn't yeah. he also the sultan? And he's like, Who no, cares? it's all Who me, cares? man. It's all me. You know what you gotta do to to, to, to just kind of seal the deal on that? Just kill some people in in, in it's ten just towns. Whoever's court. saying that, whoever's yeah, saying, isn't your dad still alive? Kill them, and then because you're like, a sultan, dog. That's what you do when you're a sultan. You, you just gotta, murder people. You gotta execute them. You gotta a lot of people, and you can't abide by anybody questioning your decisions. You gotta exactly. You gotta do it to him. You sometimes he had to do it to him. You know, big facts. So his his reign, the author kind of divided his reign into two halves. There's 1658 to 1681 when his capital was in Agra or New Delhi, around about the same area. And then 1681 to 1707, the year he died, he moves his capital to the Deccan Plateau to kind of consolidate his holdings in that area. And throughout his entire reign, he's kind of unable to reign in corruption in his court he would like commute the sentences of those found guilty, taking bribes and anything like that. So there's, no, there's that. Yeah, no. The idea of corruption actually 
only invented in 1994. People oh, really? don't know that. We've always been corruption is just how you do things. We're just trying to do it differently that's, now. That's true. Corruption. That's, it wasn't corruption. It was. It was like, yo, why is everybody so corrupt? Because that's the way that things are. Because that's how we do things over because, here. Don't question it. Because, because maybe, 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 you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, 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 maybe we're just evil creatures. Innately. And, and no, yeah, and maybe naturally, and we just need. A little bit of that Jesus in your life to kind of steer you back on the right path. Now, if you're having trouble, you're going through some rough times in your life, you can call me at 888-713-1960, and we can talk about God together. Um, my name is uh, Pastor Joshua Stokes, and I want to let you know I'm here for you, and God and Jesus are here for you also. You remember a ULM? What's a ULM? You about that universal life ministry? I'm also Ooh, I'm sick. also <laughs> a pastor with the oh. I'm a registered <laughs> minister with the the universal life ministry. I really just wanted a press pass. You can buy a press pass for like 120 bucks on ULM, and they ain't gonna fuck with you, I guess. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I like to uh, be called Reverend. Hey, and our co- boy Tim Williams also a member of the ULM. Shout out to all, Tim Williams. How you doing? <laughs> all of our- uh, that's 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 actually the game on podcasts. You start out in comedy, you do a podcast, you get into the ministry. That's right. You get kicked out of the ministry, and then you teach, and then you teach uh, history. In and then you form your own church. That's what there I'm gonna do. Go. Like they okay. could, you form your own sect. They're gonna, they're gonna kick you out. I hope so. Kick you out. That's no, the only way to do. You're it. not pastor that no. they don't kick you out. That's <laughs> that's how many. Yeah, that's just how the process goes. That's how new sects are developed and all that stuff, man. If you stay too long, you start touch, you start touching kids. That's I'm gonna form my own church, <laughs> and that's that's most cults right there. It's like you guys can't handle the truth. I'm gonna form my own, and then you just end up at a compound out there, fucking people that you never thought you would. For, yeah, man. And then you hold up against the FBI because we don't pay taxes. That's right. Right. No, nope. we don't pay taxes. Not in this. Not in not in not my in understanding. This compound. Of that, that exactly. Taxes are a device <laughs> invented by Satan designed yeah. to coerce mm-hmm. us into further oppression, man. You got to liberate your mind, okay? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, That's... mom. I think my mom listens to this now, so I didn't mean any of that. I'm trying to be funny. All right. Love you. All right. <laughs> I meant all of it, and your son hangs out with heathens, okay? I, no, I, I ugh. <laughs> We don't hang out, mom. We just in the 1660s. He's kind of Aurangzeb. He's keeping up with Mughal traditions, more or less. A few of them I thought were pretty cool. There was this daily thing that he would have to do, where he would he would have to place himself in the Jaroka Palace window to give his subjects what was called the darshan, which translates into an auspicious glimpse, and they would just need to go and be able to look at their emperor in the palace and be like, "Yep, that's him," and just look at him real quick. And he does that. That's Mughal tradition. I don't really understand the that's gist really of it. That's really maybe the stupidest tradition. What? Uh, <laughs> just like, yo, I just uh, everybody's got to see you. Why? I don't know. Just, just, just know just you're to make around. Sure they know yeah, man. Just, that you're around. That you're a real person, and that you watch with them when they sleep. We can't be ethnocentric, though. You know, we gotta, we gotta just. No, no, like no. That's... I'm saying, I'm saying from a, from a, from an international perspective, that's dumb. Okay, from, <laughs> like, a, from an objective, yeah, empirical perspective, that's yeah. hella, hella stupid. Some intersectionality where I'm at in that, I'm saying that's stupid. Okay. <laughs> like, this one I thought was pretty cool. He had two birthdays, I guess. You have like a solar birthday and a lunar birthday as well. Mm-hmm. And he would take some gold and silver and put that on one side of the scale and then put himself on the other side of the scale. And they would take out gold and silver until 
the until the amounts equaled, and then that amount was distributed to the poor and impoverished ah, okay. and all that stuff. It sounds okay. like you want a fat sultan. You want the okay. fattest sultan possible because that yeah. means more gold for the underclasses, you know? Yeah, no, that, sounds, that sounds like a good. Now, if we could put Donald Trump on a scale Ooh, no. and, then have, and then put the gold on the other side of the scale, we could literally feed the poor forever. Now, you, who we need to do, we need to do that for William Howard Taft. Taft on okay. one side of All the right. scale. Get over your goddamn Taft obsession. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a subject <laughs> that you've been just been talking about for years. You can bring up Taft. No, we get it. He was fat, and he was he was he was incredible. He's insanely fat. My boy, <laughs> my boy Taft, man. Come come Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taft Tafty. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Taft and the power of Juju. Okay, we're not right? doing pun. We're not doing Taft puns on this. <laughs> April sixteen sixty three. There's this guy. This is where we're going to introduce Shivaji, who's this Hindu nationalist. They weren't broadly known as Hindus at the time. I don't think they were kind of. There were like Marathas and Rajputs, and they all believed in what we know today as Hinduism. But there's all this complex caste stuff behind it to where they're yeah. they're divided into different sects. This guy, he's like a Hindu nationalist, Shivaji, and. Aurangzeb, he had sent his uncle Sheshtakhan out into the Deccan Plateau to, you know, just keep an eye on things. And Shivaji raids his palace, and Aurangzeb exiles his uncle in response, like, "What the hell? I gave you one job. You couldn't even, you couldn't even do this." And this begins like Shivaji's three-year, two-year, like for two years, he's out there raiding against Mughal strongholds in, yeah. in Deccan, and Aurangzeb's having to dispatch troops out there, like, "What the hell are you doing?" And early of 1665, Aurangzeb, he leads an army against Shivaji, subdues him for a little bit. Shivaji, he agrees to be a vassal of Mughal rule, but we're going to see that he doesn't really follow course with this. It is until May of 1666 that Shivaji finally visits the Mughal court at Agra, and he, he there's some perceived slight, and so Shivaji, he throws a tantrum in court and just, just flees, right? Then in 1668, this kind of... I guess inspires Aurangzeb to keep a closer eye on things, and he starts to kind of distance himself from all these other Hindu practices. Like he yeah. su- he suspends the practice of of appointing a court historian, and he like bans music in yeah. the court and everything. He's like, we're not doing art, we're not writing. Maybe anything the musicians down. were just bad. Have you heard Indian music? Some of it's bad. You don't like Bollywood stuff? Nah, I I I don't feel it. You know what I mean? I don't feel hey. it. It doesn't make it doesn't make it doesn't make my belly button move. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess. Yeah. I haven't really delved deep into Bollywood quite yet. It doesn't yet. awaken my spirit. I feel like it doesn't take a... me to that place. Yeah. Like, it, might... it doesn't stir my emotions. It doesn't. It doesn't awaken the beast in me. You maybe, know what I mean? Maybe that's because you just don't. Orange. You don't understand where no, it's I understand. coming. You don't understand no, where I it's coming I understand. from. All I understand. The, all the history and the culture no, 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 I get it. wrapped no, no, I get up it. behind it, huh? That don't care. I get it. I you, understand you, you don't it. care. As a man, as a man who's a man, as a man who's uh, was heavily involved in music, um, uh, check out my SoundCloud. Um, you okay. don't understand. I understand. I understand. Don't feel it. Hey, man, you're a man of many talents. You got, you got the ministry going on. You got the Ask SoundCloud me about, I was in about 2008. What you Come got on, in 2008, dog. huh? Move on. Come okay. on, we're moving uh, on. That's even, not for the people right co- now. Okay. Ask me off air. They That's re- not for the people. <laughs> All right. So in 1669, he stops appearing in the Jiroka Palace window. He's like, I don't care if you guys see me or not. I'm not fucking doing it. And he stops yeah. weighing himself in contrast to gold and silver and stops like distributing it to the, the poor and everything like that. And then in 1616, same year, he destroys the Benares Vishvanathu Temple, which is a Hindu temple, 
allegedly because they helped Shivaji escape. And there's this other thing to where it was like an earlier rebellion had broken out amongst the landlords in the Benares region, and they also had interests tied to the Vishvanatha temple. So there's this aspect of, of he is lambasted because he destroyed all these Hindu temples and vilified for that reason. But just going forward, examine why he was destroying the temples, and maybe you'll find out that it wasn't so much due because they were Hindus, but because they were fraternizing with the enemy or okay. building building the temple to like avoid paying taxes and, and shit like that, right? What if he... Uh... What if he was just like, yo? Well, yeah, no. I was I was gonna make a, a dumb joke about Hindus, but I, I I couldn't come up with anything inspired enough. You know what I mean? Okay. But I was just gonna leave it alone because now you've now you've you've shaken my confidence with your earlier Remark. threat to leave the podcast. Oh, how do you know? How do you how do you think I feel? Huh? No, I, that's 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 why everybody comes to this podcast. I like to shake your confidence every. <laughs> I'm gonna come out stronger. I got That's no feelings, dog. I ain't got, you can't hurt, can't hurt me. I got no feelings, dog. You know what? You know what? You know you know what? You know I'm going through right now, dude. I ain't Amen. got no feelings. Move on with the goddamn. Anybody podcast. can pretend to not have feelings. Right? I don't have they, any feelings. They come up late at night when you're driving home and crying in your I don't car have any, yourself, I don't have wondering any why you haven't so gone crying. As crying far in as your car, thought. it doesn't count. Yes, it does. It doesn't count. That's you got to cry in the air to for it to count. That's the way I feel. So as long as you cry in air conditioning, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't qualify. Exactly. Okay. Something about the, I don't know, evaporating the tears. AC. It's it's the closed space. Mm, mm. Mm. If you cried and nobody saw, did you even really, you know, you know, Uh, you all know. You still cried. (laughs) I cry all the time, man. I feel like we've come a long way. You know, I cry, I cry, I, I cry every day. That's the, this is why I think you're depressed. Usually, hey man, it's not. This is why I think you need to see somebody. Sometimes it's happy tears. Sometimes if I if I listen it's to not, does not it's not, it's not, it's not it doesn't seem like happy tears is every day. Last every time day? I cried. Last time every cried, day. It was at the end of a of a Judy Garland documentary. Whenever okay, you know, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Back to RZM. <laughs> no, nope, you went too far off the rails. It's not a Judy Garland fucking podcast. Get back to the damn RZM. Sometimes the fans Sultan give it of back. India. That's all oh. I'm trying to say. Our exam, Sultan 16, of sixteen seventy. There's a temporary peace with Shivaji. He kind of cools down for a little bit, and until Aurangzeb suspects him of plotting a coup against him with his son Muazam, and so he strips Shivaji of all of his official titles. And Shivaji he starts to raid against Mughal strongholds again. And then in sixteen seventy four, Shivaji crowns himself king of a Maratha kingdom, which is like below Deccan. I'm pretty sure. And he's raiding against the Mughals and the Brits and the Dutch for like another six years. And Aurangzeb is kind of skirmishing off and off or off and on with him. The next thing about Aurangzeb is just kind of examine this question. He's phrased in very modern terms of Islam versus Hinduism and that he like hated Hindus. But again, like we were talking about, you got to look at why he was destroying temples and why he had beef with certain sects of Hinduism. So in 1679, there's the start of this two-year war between the Miwar and Marwar families in Rajasthan, which is northwest India, kind of close to Agra, right? Ah, uh, the Miwar, the Miwar, Marwar. Dilemma. Rivalry. Classic. Yeah, man. Yep, it's... Classic. You can call them the Bloods and Crips of Rajasthan. Of, of Rajasthan. That's right. Yeah. But they team up for this one. And Aurangzeb, he assigns his son, Prince Akbar. No, they're against each other. What? They kind of... They, uh, you know, it's the, it's the duopoly, man. It's the it's duopoly. The du- uh, That's all it is. 
Yo, that's just their names are too close to be. I, I, I. I <laughs> it, was, it was confusing the shit out of me too. It is like, too Jesus close. Christ. It is just yeah. a slash. The slash in terms of all the briefs always means war to me. Ah, uh, I don't know. Not this. Maybe time. I went to a bad school. They team up, man. They team up. <laughs> okay. And Arangzebi sends his son Prince Akbar. He's like, go take care of that, and then he does that. But then he teams up with the Marwar family to crown himself emperor of Rajasthan in 1681. And Aurangzeb is like, what the hell? He sends his other son in June of that year to go negotiate with the Miwars, not the Marwars, the Miwars, the other guys. And they sign the Treaty of Raj Samudra. So the Marwars are still in rebellion. So the reason I bring all this up is because it wasn't necessarily Islam versus Hindu in this in this instance. The Miwars and the Marwars are both considered Hindus in modern terms. It's not Islam versus Hinduism so much as different groups vying for power and just kind of the politics of the region and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean the 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 Hindu the Hindu uh, um, Islam packet like Islam kind of dynamic is a yeah. huge dynamic, and some people will call them the Bloods and Crips of brown people. You think? I'm gonna continue this the whole rest of the time. <laughs> okay, all right. Just keep, it, just keep it going, right? Just keep it, keep the bits alive. All right. 1679, this is the year that Aurangzeb, he starts to move his capital from Agra to Deccan in the in the south because he wants to stabilize the region. And to do so, he reinstates the jizya, or the jizya, I think. It's a special tax on non-Muslims. Wow. So you don't have to convert, but I am going to tax you for not believing the same things that, that they, we do, right? They did the same thing in like uh, the ISIL, and like when ISIL was a thing in huh. Syria. It was probably it was it. probably the same. If you tax. weren't Muslim, I think they would tax you. Yeah, that's, I think that was the thing. They would that, tax you. They murdered a lot of people. I think they would tax you. I don't know. I don't know. Jizya, I, don't know. I think the Jizya is in Sharia, and so it was yeah. probably the same tax that they that they implemented. It's just you know they either tax you or they killed you. Now it's one of those two. I would prefer to be taxed. Yeah, and that was kind of my point. Is that no, like, no. At least he's saying like, oh, I'm not going to forcibly convert you or kill you. You just yeah. gonna, you're just going to pay a little bit more, and that's like I'm not right, I'm not cool. like a white dude from like Montana who's like taxes are death. Well, no, death is uh, death. <laughs> taxes are just taxes. <laughs> have, have you have you ever died before, dude? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. you know you know what that's like. Yeah, yeah. you have it because you're here. Yeah, you're exactly, here yeah, about yeah. taxes. In 1680, Shivaji, the whole thing kind of it ends rather um, unclimactic, inclimactic, not very climactically. Whatever. He dies in bed, and there's like a precipitous secession crisis between his sons. And then 1681. And you, and you, uh, and you know, they say those sons were fighting like Bloods and Crips. You think? I'm doing what does that doing. entail? Like, I, get, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's just a fun thing. <laughs> In 1681, he established his capital at Deccan. It's finally set up. And then this implement, this starts. You know what the, happened in 1681 also? What? Uh, Bloods and Crips. Was Bloods. it a, a, peace, <laughs> a peace treaty signed between the two? Temporary forestall? Uh, right, I was done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> hey, unless it's good, man. Unless it's real good. <laughs> this kind of starts the second half of his reign when he's at Deccan. And the first half of his reign, just another point that he wasn't necessarily as hostile to Hindus as he's usually portrayed to be. First half of his reign, Hindus accounted for 21.6 of the Mughal nobility, but between 1679 and 1707, Hindu nobility increased to 31.6. Specifically, the Marathas, who were a type of Hindu kind of native to, to Deccan, and he's doing this to kind of decrease dissent a little bit. So he wasn't as hostile as he's commonly portrayed. Okay. And then... 
throughout his entire rule, he's kind of a party pooper. Although man. I, although I'm very weary that in like in the 16, 1690s, the 1679 through like 1700s, into the 17th century, that they had the ability to make percentages. I don't think they had the ability to do that. that this time. this is the authors. I think the author. Where, like where, is he, where does he understand? A, how do you understand percentages? Or a, they just have a written it's history. It's a her, I think. Or what does she see? That's me. That's yeah, me being man. toxic. Just, just that's put, me being putting toxic. that toxic, toxic masculinity that's in me. the air, I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry just about me to, being that's so the toxic. Pa- that's the patriarchy, man. Yeah, now, I mean, now it doesn't even matter if you had a point or not. I did, because uh, the it's immediately gone. undermined by the fact that you are a bigot, sir. I am. That's what I am. That's what I am. He's trying to rein in vice like his entire career in office. He's um, cracking down on the use of alcohol and opium and prostitution and like gambling, and it, he's not very successful. So making pe- everybody angry. Basically, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, like no wonder there are so many goddamn rebellions, man. You're, you're taking away everything that makes us human. What are you doing, man? People we, gonna <laughs> drink and get in half sex. This is what they're gonna do. We need like, to escape. I farm wheat. Okay. Okay, this is, this is this is Henry's wheat farm. You see, I hate wheat. I just every day. I wish there somebody would just reinvent the Reaper. Here I am. It takes for fucking ever. I wish yeah. I just had like a like a giant machine that could harvest. You're gonna win a fucking Oscar with this monologue for me. There just needs somebody needs to come along and revolutionize the way that we live. All right, too long have we been forced to eat yeah. nothing but porridge. Too yeah. long have I yeah. been been subject to the fluctuations of wheat okay. prices. Too yeah, long have I been yeah. <laughs> forced to abide yeah. by our lack of irrigation canals. I can't even feed all my wheat crops. I lose 60% uh-huh. of my wheat yeah. per harvest because yeah. I don't have enough irrigation canals. Okay. It is time for the people to stand together and unify under a common banner and overthrow okay. these bitch-ass moogles. Okay. Uh, hello, Academy Awards. I think we have a loser. That's what I think we oh, have. Oh, okay. so <laughs> why, why are you even phoning it in, man? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, I was going to say winner, but it, it felt better. You know what? I'm going to quit this podcast. I'm going <laughs> to quit everything I do and just go be an improver, man. That's my yeah. next. That's my next phase. Those people right? are happy. Those people are happy. That's the weird <laughs> you part. Think, you think? I don't know if they are. No, they seem very happy. <laughs> He also, during his reign, he kind of protected some communities of Hindus and Jains. He would, like, give land grants and sometimes grants of money for Hindus to build homes for prominent priests and, like, temples and shit and the returning rent. And so he wasn't necessarily, like, an awful, awful dude, right? However, he did— You're capping for Aurangzeb. That's what you think you're capping for. Hey man, I'm, yeah, I'm, man. Ju- I'm just I'm just saying what the author said. All right, these okay. are these are her words with a little bit of background research, not much. What's the, though, right? What was the author's name and what's the name of the book? Uh, it's Aurangzeb, Life and Times of the Most Controversial King. And I'll post it on the Instagram. I don't remember off the top of my head, but okay. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll I'll put it up. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, he man. did, just however, check, check over- your facts, big dog. I, I'm going to. <laughs> tell, tell her tell her to check her facts man that is, these ain't these ain't even my facts all right cover your footsteps man that's all you gotta yeah. do yeah fucking... but he did destroy some temples people are, or the author pointed to the fact that he left a bunch he left like thousands of hindu temples intact he did destroy a few dozen but it wasn't so much that he had a problem with you if you were a hindu he had a problem if you were 
in rebellion against him and hiding out in a temple, well then, yeah, he's going to fucking destroy your church. Or if you built a church again to avoid paying taxes, yeah, he's going to destroy your church. That's just because you're more of a threat to the state than you are just because you're a Hindu, you know? Yeah. So from the mid to late 1880s, he's overseeing expansive battles into mid and southern India, and he's still grabbing for more territory as an old man. And then the 1690s, this leads to like disease and, and famine in the wake of the war, and more rebellions are popping up because people aren't eating, and you know they need a new reaper and all that shit. And the, the final years, he's trying to personally oversee the wars of expansion even more, and he's trying to mediate the partitioning of his kingdom because he knows that he hasn't he doesn't have long left. And he's got three sons that survived out of, I think, the five or six that he had. But the three that survived, he doesn't think they're any good. He's like, yeah, yeah. you guys are just a bunch of fucking bums. You guys can't yeah, you guys can't real, do what I did. Like, what the fuck? That's a real dad. Real dad's yeah, man. don't like you. You're not written. No, you're just like, you're just my spawn. I got to take care of you. Like, fuck you. Like, your dad, your dad likes you too much. You're not a good person. He's not a good father, dog. Yeah, you're not. a Yeah, you're, you I'm ain't saying. shit. Right. That's what I'm saying. And he doesn't really think any of them are worthy. Like, and he ruled for 50 years, just kind of a last impact. He ruled for 50 years and grew the Mughal kingdom to its largest extent. Mm-hmm. And he dies in 1707 of natural causes, which wow. there's the, the secession crisis between his sons and any of the following Mughal rulers. Like, after he died, the Mughal empire largely collapsed because none of them had it. You know, no, yeah. they didn't have what what he had and kind of the counter to this is that although he pushed the empire to a largest extent he might have done so needlessly and thus opened the door to fracturing because he spread his resources too thinly and then all the rebellions popped up and then boom fracture of the kingdom and then not to mention you know the british and the dutch and colonialism and all that stuff that's the that's the roman complex or you know what i mean yep you, you spread so far and why do you want why do you want Scotland? Well, yeah, man. That's the place you live in. Italy. Like, why do you want it? You're fine. Out, and then you're fucking. And now, now the rebellion pop up. You can't cover everything, so you start hiring, fucking, uh, fucking barbarians to guard your front, guard your your flank, your, your flanks, and then they fuck you over because they're not getting paid. Because they want their own shit, man. Because they yeah. got their own interests. It's never. Uh, I guess. I guess I learned like, if you want, to, if you want a job done, do it yourself, and don't yeah. get, don't get greedy, man. Well, here's the thing about Ireland. What'd you, what'd you what'd you learn? What'd you think? Here's the thing about Ireland. I learned uh, just in general, like like the dynamics of 17th century Indian Indian uh, Indian politics, which is which is something I, I I had no idea. Like you know, you kind of you kind of India is such like a, a big black box when you look at it because you're like, yeah. yo, I don't know what the fuck. There's just so much. Where, where do I, I even clue. start, man? I have no clue. There's so much. It's, it was cool to get a peek on this person, especially the. You know, like a Muslim ruler in a Hindu country, and kind yeah. of you know, kind of saying you know he was he was a douchebag, but you know a douchebag that won. If you're a douchebag, just continue to be a douchebag. Don't 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 flake off. Okay. Be a douche. You know what I mean? That's what I got from our example. Be a, bene- just, a benevolent douchebag. Not a benevolent douchebag. I don't really know what the word benevolent means. Kind, so, like good. Kind. Yeah, I want to say kind. He's still he was serving kind. his yeah, own purpose. Still, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, for sure. But he was, he was a, he was. Hey, I fucking, I'm gonna take over my kingdom, and I'm basically gonna lock up my father. I want this power, and I'm gonna do everything it takes to get this power. Am I gonna burn down churches? Yes, not because I'm evil, but because yo. I, uh, burned out temples. You guys are you guys are fucking with my shit. You, you fucking with my shit. I, I fuck with anybody. I fuck with. I, well, I, yeah. Do, or, I suppose I fuck with anybody. 
I just I'll, I'll fuck with that dudes, but at the same time, like uh, ah, you try to yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, you try to burn down. You try to fuck with me, I'll fuck with you back, dog. Be self interested, but also inclusive. How yeah. about that? Also, huh? and then one thing, another thing I learned: you gotta you gotta you gotta have a plan. Um, if the world collapses, like it seems like it's going to do right now, you gotta have a plan to kill your brothers and sisters. You gotta be ready for that secession crisis, and you gotta come out on top. That's right, man. You gotta you gotta have hits out on them at all times and be ready to push a button. Keep your tabs. Exactly. All right. Well, that was uh, our episode on RZEP, and uh, I want to thank you for listening, um, Henry. Tell the people where to find you at. Ratch Daddy Price on okay. Instagram. It's like you don't want to do can, anything. Hey man, I ain't ab- like, I ain't about it. I ain't about. I ain't about it. You know, this is the first podcast where I haven't. I said I haven't wanted to left leave the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a that's a good thing. That's, baby that's steps, first. you know. You know, baby steps. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Joshua B Stokes Instagram and Facebook, and then Josh. Uh, oh, at Instagram and Twitter. You know, at, at Joshua B Stokes. Sorry, I fucked that up. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Fried History on Instagram and HFH Podcast on Twitter. On Twitter. We do pictures of the shit that we read. If you really give a shit, I don't think anyone does, but hey, I do. Yeah, we got we got a couple of listens. We are we're doing we're doing decent. I know, but I'm saying like, who gives a fuck what we read? You know? Oh yeah, no, not really. They just like hearing us. Just, they just like they, people like the banner and they like the random facts. That's yeah, but you know what? I'm gonna keep doing it because I'm committed to media literacy and getting Damn. my shit straight. All right. Yeah, that's real. That's real as fuck. Not like some other podcasts out there. I'm not yeah. gonna say who. Fucking regular dude report, idiots. Y'all are trash. You don't even trash. You don't even do no research trash. or nothing, man. Oh, local 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 history. Uh, local local history. Local, uh, local beef. Local beef, beef out here. You know I mean, regular dude report. We're calling you out. It's our history down. That being said, please have us back on. Yeah, we would love to be back. <laughs> Had a great time. <laughs> All right, Henry, what you got coming up? Not shit, man. Nothing. Okay, that's sad. I got some shit in April, but that's not important, right? Nobody gives okay. a fuck about April. Okay. All right. Well, uh, then we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, and this has been another episode of Hard Fight History, and we uh, hope you come back. Um, if not, that's really kind of that's up to you, man. Part. It's kind of douchey for you not to come. Yeah, back. piece you know of I mean? shit. We kind of formed a bond. Yep. My my son needs you. Not committed to your own education. My son needs you. Not committed to improving your mind. My son needs you. Learning facts about the My world. My son needs you. Helping Josh in his time of need. My son needs you. He needs a father or a mother. I don't know. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I don't know this fucker. All right. Love you guys. See you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.